good to see everybody Thursday night. Hope everybody is doing good. I hope everybody is blessed. If you're not, pray that you would be and it will happen. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. John chapter 14, verse 14. Pray that tonight. Let me remind everybody on YouTube, we are going to be cutting that link in just a second. YouTube's got two strikes on me already. Has already banned my church for life, will ban me for life next. So we're going to cut the link from them, switch over to Black Robe TV, TomLipley.com. We're live on all of that. Rumble, we're live. Foundation Church Facebook page, we are live. Tom Lipley Facebook page, we are live on all of those things. Saturday night, add to that list. CTN, the Christian Television Network, we are live on that too. All right, Biden. The fraudulent president elected because of the COVID-19 response hoax gave a vaccine speech today. Let's hop right into it. Give me cut one, guys. Play it. I've been briefed by my COVID-19 team on the progress we're making on our fight against the virus. Today, I want to provide a brief update on my plan that announced in early September to accelerate the path out of this pandemic. It's working. We're making progress. Now so Biden says that it's working. Don't worry, we have several cuts. I believe we have five cuts of it. Biden says that his efforts are working. Well, let's look into it. You guys got the ABC News tweet? Did I give you that or no? I didn't give it to you. Okay, ABC News put out these numbers. Actually, it was, a, it was ABC News. It was a tweet from them and also a combination of another article. But here's the numbers. He says that his actions are working. Now, I want you to remember, Biden has been in office technically for a little over eight months. And so you have eight months of COVID with Joe Biden. You had 11 months of COVID with Trump, right? So here's the thing. Let's look at the numbers. Biden just said that his efforts are working. So let's look at the numbers. During the 11 months of Trump, there was now 11 months, there was 352,000 alleged. Now I want everybody to know from the top, I do not believe any of these numbers. They come from the CDC, but we are going to use their numbers against them. So according to the CDC, under 11 months of Trump, and that's including all the way up to June 20th, when he left office, June 20th of 2021, when Trump left office, there had been 352,000 COVID deaths, according to the CDC. Now in the eight months, I repeat, those were 11 months of Trump. Under the eight months of Joe Biden, there has been 353,000 deaths, 352,000, 11 months of Trump, 353,000, eight months of Biden. Now, also, allegedly, during Biden's illustrious tenure, they've had this, another illustrious word, illustrious vaccine, right? So that's supposed to solve everything. And Biden brags every day how he's lowering the numbers of the unvaccinated in America because this is a pandemic of the, the unvaxxed, he says over and over and over again, the gaslit propaganda that it is. But according, here's the numbers. So Trump, and remember, Biden had the illustrious vaccine that will solve all the problems. It'll make you go maskless again, bring us back to normal, all those things, right? Which has now been in effect since December of last year. So Biden's had it the entire time. Every here's here's Donald Trump's average deaths per month, 32,000 deaths per month according to Joe according to the CDC 
under Trump with no vaccine, under Biden with the vaccine, 44,000 deaths per month. These are all facts. This is the truth. This is the absolute truth. Allegedly, the vaccine solves everything, right? They tell you that all the emergency rooms and the ICUs are filled with the unvaxxed. By the way, that's bold-faced lies. And we are, if that's the case, we are the only country on the planet whose ICUs are filled with the unvaxxed. We're the only ones. Israel isn't. Austria isn't. UK isn't. They're all filled with the vaccinated. So Biden has averaged in his illustrious eight months in office, 44,000 COVID deaths per month. Trump averaged 32,000 with no vaccine. So this is a pandemic of the unvaxxed. And Joe Biden came in saying he was going to wipe out the virus, right? We'll wonder what's happened. All right, let's go to the next cut. 240, please play it. Second, we're going to continue protecting the vaccinated. This work, this week, the Food and Drug Administration and the FDA is reviewing data on Moderna and Johnson & Johnson boosters. We expect a final decision from the FDA and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, in the next couple of weeks. If they authorize the boosters, which will be strictly made based on the science, that decision will be based on the science, this will mean all three vaccines will be available for boosters. So there you go. Now, and remember, he's talking about boosters. Now, now, first of all, let's break down what he said. Protecting the unvaccinated. Why would the unvaccinated need to be protecting? You see, every one of these little pieces of verbiage that slips out of these gaslit propagandizers should stop the presses and end all COVID mitigations, but they never do. Protecting the unvaccinated? Why would you ever need to protect anybody? Who's been vaccinated? So is somebody who has the measles vaccination or the mumps vaccination, do they need to be protected? Or is it only those who have taken the COVID-19 vaccination? Answer, only those who have 250 times the viral load of the unvaccinated floating around in their nasal pharynx. Those are the ones who actually need to be, you know who who the vaccinated actually need to be protected against? The other people who are vaccinated that are carrying around the same viral load they are. So, and also I want to say this, the boosters have already been rejected by the FDA. So how is Biden touting that the boosters will now be available to every American? This will be the first time in history that a booster that was not approved by the FDA will then be made available to all people without an emergency use authorization. Strange how that works, isn't it? Because what he had was Rochelle Walensky his stooge-in-chief, college professor who's in charge of the CDC, just bypassed the FDA and say, you know what? The boosters are good for everybody. Just like she said, that you go ahead and you take, I played the video, may have to play it again in the post game, the video where she says, you can get a vaccination anytime during pregnancy, before, during, after, whatever. And we side-by-side it with a baby who was born post-vaccination, whose mother took the vaccination while she was pregnant, while his skin erupts all over the hospital bed. A brand new baby while this woman sits there gleefully saying that you can take the vaccination anytime during pregnancy. When they're on the VAERS report, there's been thousands of miscarriages because of the vaccination. How does she pull it off? It's called being demonic. So let's look at the stats when it comes to boosters. Yeah, put that up there for me, guys. Thank you for getting that. Here it is, right? Let's go Israel versus Sweden, shall we? Israel launches third dose right there, August 3rd, 2021 of this year. 18 months into 15 days to flatten the curve. Never forget that. Never let, never let your mind be propagandized and brainwashed. 
15 days to flatten the curve so that the ERs and the ICUs weren't overrun. And here we are 19 months later, right? On Israel's on their fourth booster. There's where they did their third. Look how great it did. Look how wonderful it did. They look at their death rate. Israel launches their third dose on and they it says 30th of July, so basically August 1st. And look how wonderful it did in comparison to Sweden who's not doing any boosting whatsoever. Strange how that works. And by the way, COVID is really non-existent in the country of Sweden. While in Israel, it is basically a giant swarm of COVID. They're being overrun with COVID. The more they vax, the more COVID they get. You know why? Because it's called a mutational shift virus. The more you vax, the more it propagates. The more it, the more it mutates. The more it mutates, the more it multiplies, you fools. And now you're on your fourth booster. What are you thinking? But here we got the clown in chief pushing boosters. And you just saw, you just saw what it did in Israel in comparison to Sweden. Their death rate has skyrocketed since boosting. Now, I just always have to put this in here. This is the third cut out of five, but I always have to put this in here. Now, here we have somebody who allegedly is the most popular president in history. He got 81 million votes. That's what they say. I mean, I, I, I believe that as much as I believe 700,000 people in America have died of COVID. When it's really 20,779 have died exclusively of COVID, which is on the CDC website, by the way. So here you have Joe Biden, allegedly the most popular president in history, bragged that this would be the most transparent administration in history. And this is how he handles every last single press appearance. Play it for me. This said many times, God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you very much. There we go. So there it is. I just, I mean, why would you not take one question? Why can't you take one question? Now, are you scared because all the ships are stacked up off the ports in LA? Is that why you're afraid? The man won't take one question. I mean, this is an absolute galactic international embarrassment. And the reason why this man, and here's it, I just want to say this. Let me just get it off my chest. Maybe I'll only say it 37 more times during this podcast. But the reason why he is in office, for all of you that are ticked off, that call yourself conservative, that call yourself evangelical, whatever it is your label, your moniker may be, I want to tell you the reason why he is in office is because of all of those that caved. I don't care whether you're conservative. I don't care whether you're Christian. I don't care whether you're Jewish. I don't care whether you're white. I don't care if you're black, Hispanic, or anything else. If you caved and you strapped masks on your face, you locked down your churches, you social distanced, you quarantined, you did any of their mitigations, you grabbed your ankles and you caved. The reason why he is in office is because of you. If you're a Christian leader, you need to publicly say that you're sorry and humble yourself and repent. All of you international ministers who have really disappeared off the scene because you know what? The word for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. 
The reason why your international ministries are fading and you know in your spirit that they are fading is because you turned your back on the word of God and you turned your eyes towards Anthony Fauci and Washington, D.C. And the, and the spirit of the Antichrist. You stopped following Jesus. You stopped following the scriptures and the power of the, and leading of the Holy Spirit. And you turned your eyes to the leading of demons. That's what you did. And it doesn't count that you just reopen your church. Tom, you say this every podcast. That's right. And you know what my motive is? I want you back. If my people who are called by my name, Jesus Christ, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Is it wicked to strap on a mask? Yes, it's wicked. It's antithetical to the word of God. Masks do nothing. So masks are lies. To lock down, that's evil. Yes, it's evil. It's antithetical to the word of God. Lockdowns do nothing. Therefore, you are advocating as a Christian man or woman lies. It's evil to take a vaccination. Yes, it's evil to take a vaccination. Why? Because it's antithetical to the word of God. It does absolutely nothing. So you are advocating for a lie. It's not loving. It's not loving to strap on a mask, quarantine yourself, lock down yourself, and vaccinate. Because love takes no pleasure in iniquities. Love delights itself in the truth. Love does not delight itself with you advocating lies in the name of being loving. You cannot be lying, advocating for lies, espousing lies, and then call yourself a loving human being. That is not the way it is. The word of God is what you, and the word of God's quick, it's powerful, it's sharp, it's discerning, it's dividing. Those, that's the real, that's real Christianity. That's the real thing. There is no Christianity outside of the word of God. Your love, if it's outside of the Bible, is not love. It's demonic. That's the truth. There is no Jesus outside the Bible. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, John 1.1 1, 1 and John 1.14. There is no Jesus outside of the Word. If the Word offends you, Jesus offends you. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. And I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. John chapter 14, verse 14. Matthew chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. That's what you leaned on. That's what you're supposed to lean on from day one. So don't sit there and get all mad about Joe Biden. Because the reason why Joe Biden is in the Oval Office is because the evangelical church in America caved. We're a shining city on a hill. People looked up to us and said, what's the church doing? Well, if the church is going to close, then I'll go ahead and close. And you thought that you were doing it and, and you thought that you were being loving. So let me explain. Let me, let me ask you this. How loving is it now that we have a proliferation of Mark of the beasts? Oh, I'm sorry. Vaccine passports throughout the globe. How loving does it feel now? Are you still making excuses for yourself? Pastor, as a pastor, I'll talk to the pastors and Christian leaders. You still calling yourself loving? Are you pretending like you never closed? Are you making fun of COVID stuff now, even though you yourself are closed for months? Are you mad at Joe Biden, even though you yourself have done everything that he's told you to do, including vaccinate, including pimping and whoring vaccines yourself? When are you going to humble yourself and pray? When are you going to acknowledge that your caving has led us to the precipice of the mark of the beast? 
That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. When will you take responsibility, Christian leader? All of you watching this right now, like and share, like and share, like and share. Get this into the hands of Christians. Christian leaders and other Christians. Why? Because I want them back. If me torquing them off gets them back, then you know what? That's just fine. I'll take the heat. Even if they come back and hate me for the rest of their life, I don't care. What needs to be said is what needs to be said. All right, onward with Joe Biden breaking 9-11 video. Play it for me, guys. Now, I know parents uh, out there are anxiously waiting for a vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. The good news is the FDA and outside experts from the CDC are set to make its determination as to whether the vaccine will be authorized for that age range in the next few weeks. If authorized, we are ready. We have purchased enough vaccines for all children between the ages of 5 and 11 in the United States. And we'll be, it'll be convenient for parents to get their children vaccinated at trusted locations. And families will be able to sleep easier at night knowing their kids are protected as well. I don't know one single parent that's yearning for their 5 to 11-year-old to be vaccinated. I don't need it now, but I was just wondering. I don't know one parent. I have not run into one that's sitting there going, oh, I just can't wait for the vaccine to come out. I just can't wait for that. Not one. I haven't seen it all. So here we have Joe Biden advocating to vaccinate people who are 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID. When has Joe Biden ever come out and advocated for a flu vaccine for a five-year-old? So if if it's not about science, which the Democrats will always say that it is, it's about the science. Name the science, please. I have the science. Put the slide up for me. Here's the science. This is from the Stanford Ioannidis and Axford study. The bastion of right-wing conservatism, Stanford University, Ioannidis and Axfors, right? Absolutely not. This is just simple. This is just a simple ex- extrapolation of data. That's all that it is. So why would you ever put on the big screen for me? Look at the numbers here. Zero to 19 survival rate for COVID. 99.997%. One in 37,000 chance uh, odds of dying. Similar to the odds of dying from a sharp object. So why not ban all sharp objects? What is he thinking? What is anybody thinking? Putting that COVID-19 caught jab, antibody enhancement jab into your kid's arm? It's child abuse, potentially homicidal abuse. Why? Your child is 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the simple flu and you never vaccinated them for the flu. And now you're going to vaccinate them for a virus that has a 7 to 20 times more higher survivability rate? 99.997% survival rate post-infection? And you vaccinate? Tell me the science. I would love to know the science. There isn't any science. None. Zero. Zip. So if it's not about the science, what is it about? It's about the World Economic Forum where Joe Biden worships on a daily basis 
where they want to separate you, mark you, and control you. That's what it's about and nothing else. All right, the Hill video. This is Biden again. Play it for me. Let's be clear. Vaccination requirements should not be another issue that divides us. That's why we continue to battle the misinformation that's out there. And companies and communities are setting up there, uh, stepping up as well to combat these, the, the misinformation. Southwest Airlines, at the head of the pilot, the head of the pilot's union and its CEO, dismissed critics who claim vaccination mandates contributed to flight disruptions. School board members, religious leaders, and doctors across the country are fighting misinformation and educating people about the importance of vaccines. All these efforts are going to help us continue moving the dial to eliminate this disease. So is anything that he said true? Well, here's Southwest Airlines. Now, he just said a minute ago that Southwest Airlines, the head of the union and the head of the, the CEO of Southwest Airlines came out and said, you know what? The 2,000, get this now, 2,000 flights canceled over a 36-hour period had nothing to do with a vax mandate protest. Nothing to do with it. That's what the CEO said. That's what the labor union leader said, all of which are probably ardent Joe Biden supporters and bold-faced freaking liars. Because here's, here's PJ Media right here. Exclusive Southwest whistleblower canceled flights the result of a coordinated protest against vaccine mandate. There's the truth. And you have the president of the United States going out and bold faced lying. Not that it's surprising. These are the same people that believe that you can pull a baby out of the womb piece by bloody piece up to the second of birth. And it's absolutely not sinful. It's not killing a human being. These are the delusional liars that COVID has ushered in to the White House. Oh, just speaking of that, as he speaks about, you know, his efforts are working and everybody's got to get vaccinated and it's a pandemic of the unvaxxed and the vax solves all problems. Does the vax even solve anything or does the vaccination enhance the problems? Is the vaccination actually killing people and causing people to die? Well, let's look. Put the next one up for me, guys, from Joel. In England, during weeks uh, 36 to 39, which is late September or mid to late September in 2020, So let's compare now week 36 to 39 in 2020. There were in England, 571 COVID deaths. There you go. That's the Trump era, right? Non-vaxxed, no, no vaccinations available in those weeks, that three week period of time, 571 COVID deaths. Everybody got it right now. One year later in the same period in 2021, there is now 3000 and 26 COVID deaths, an increase of a mere 400%. Now let's let's think here. Let's think logically. Let's let's go over this logically. What is the hidden ingredient? That's in, what what is the ingredient? That's the difference in those two uh, periods of time. Straight. Let's let's all be analytical, shall we? Let's let's strap on our pro- professorial analytical hats for just a moment. What is the one thing that those two time periods do not have in common? Shall we? Let's analyze. Shall we? Let's let's be let's let's analyze statistical data. Well, there's only one thing to look at. In 2020, there was no vaccine. You had 571 571 deaths, right? And in that same time period, with the vaccination available, you have an increase of 400 percent to 3,000 deaths. 2,281, 75 percent of these deaths. Get ready now. Out of the 3,026. Now I want everybody to get this. This is in 20 freaking 21. 
This is in 2021. All the politicians, Boris Johnson, Angela Merkel, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Scott Morrison, Dan Andrews, Justin Trudeau, all of which worship at the altar of Moloch at the World Economic Forum. They will tell you that it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's gaslit, pure deception and lies. Look at the numbers. Leave that up for me, guys, until I'm done screaming. Look at these numbers. These numbers do not lie. Out of the 3,000 deaths in the UK, in late September of this year, 2,281 of these deaths were fully vaccinated people. Fully vaccinated people, 14 days post-dose two. All of them, even 14, who knows how many of them died before the 14th day. How many of them died before that of capillary blood clotting or a sudden uh, cerebral blood clot? I wonder how many before the 14 days dropped dead in their home. It was blamed on something else. You 75%. And these politicians like Job, these elitist globalist snobs have the temerity to stand in front of their podiums and call this a pandemic of the unvaccinated and that vaccines are the answer. Vaccines is how you end things. They cut off the treatments. Do you realize that ivermectin, azithromycin, monoclonal therapies, hydroxychloroquine are 70 to 90% effective in curing those who have COVID who are already sick and they cut off all of those for this, for this. Do you see the number, those deaths? It's not hospitalizations. It's not sick people. By the way, 95% of hospitalizations in Israel, in Australia are all Post double vax people, double jab, double Pfizer, double Moderna, double AstraZeneca. 95%. Look at the statistics. Please do it. Actually, in Australia, they're a little more honest than we are as far as their reporting statistics. But look at those numbers. 2281 out of 3,000 fully vaccinated people. These numbers do not lie. This is coming from their version of the CDC. They're bold-faced lies. Never take this clot jab. Never, ever take it. It will capillary blood clot you. It will cause your antibodies to attach to a mutational shift virus and usher that thing and proliferate it throughout your body. Never take it. In Jesus' name, never take this demonic vaccine. Never take it. It came from demonic people. The Antichrist spirit is using it to usher in the mark of the beast. Now, it's not over. I am not a gloom and doom guy, believe it or not. I'm just fired up. I believe that we can win and that we will win this generation. I do. I believe we're going to win this time. I believe things are turning around. I do. In our favor. You need. We need to be praying that right now. Let's pray it. Holy Spirit, attack the Antichrist spirit. Holy Spirit, attack the forces of the enemy. Reveal them. Show them. Defeat them. Show us our part in that defeat. In Jesus' mighty name. 
Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18, the armor of God. Phil Kirpin tweet. Good note for Kevin Roche. Good note from Kevin Roche. In the Medicare cohort study by DOD, 60% of hospitalizations, see the numbers, the eye in the sky, it do not lie. 60% of hospitalizations in 71% of cases for the most recent week with data available were fully vaccinated. These are not people who are merely sick. These are people who are in the hospital. These are severe cases. These are hospitalizations. 71% of cases for the most from the most recent week with data available were fully vaccinated. About 80% of this group is fully vaccinated. They are bold-faced. The Democratic Party, yes, put demon in there. The demon rat party are bold-faced liars trying to mark you, control you, and distance you. Stick that clot jab in your kids. They've hated your kids from day one. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. The Democratic Bible would say, When you were formed in the womb, I hated you. That's who these people are. That's why if they can't kill them in the womb, they'll kill them outside the womb, including all the way up to your dead till you get to be 80 or 90 years old. I'll be happy to kill you then too. That's who these people are. Who's always killing people? 60 million abortions worldwide every year. Who puts that out there? Donald Trump cut off all the funding for international abortions. Donald Trump cut off $600 million worth of funding to Planned Parenthood. Immediately reversed as soon as Joe Biden came into office because he's got to get back in there and start killing those babies that haven't gotten killed in the last four years. Got to make up for it, right? You need to remember something. People talk about whether it's the World Economic Forum, whether it's the World Health Organization, whether it's Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, CDC, NIH, whoever it may be. They talk about three to four million COVID deaths allegedly that have occurred worldwide since March of 2020. In that exact same time frame, 100 million abortions have happened. 100 million unborn babies have died in that exact same time. 300 million people have starved to death because of the response to COVID, not because of COVID, because of the first world shut down and the first world feeds the third world, then 300 million people have died. So let's add that up, shall we? 400 million people have died because of the left, because of progressives, because of the Democratic Party, because of the World Economic Forum, because of the World Health Organization, the United Nations, all of which propagate and promote abortions, all of which propagate and promote COVID mitigations like lockdowns. And in the midst of those, listen, I mean, think about it. Think about how many people have died, almost 400 million, to allegedly try to save 3 million. Funny how it all works out for them. They lowered, they lowered, they lowered the earth's population, just like Billy Gates has wanted from day one. Funny how that worked out. The lockdowns killed 300 million people. They starved to death. In the midst of the lockdowns, abortions, they just can, the abortions, abortion industry was never shut down. You didn't need to social distance. You didn't need to do anything. Just walk right in there and kill your baby. No problem whatsoever. The church is closed. Abortion clinic is open. 
In the midst of that time, in, the, in our 19 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, 100 million babies have been aborted that we even know about. And allegedly, 3 million to 4 million people have died of COVID. That's their logic. Show me the science, please. Uh, let's move on to Ron Johnson. Play it for me. President Biden said, if you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to, to an ICU unit. You're not going to die. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, maybe that's true in the U.S. I kind of doubt it because in England, of the 600,000 new cases of Delta, of the over 2,500 deaths, 63% of those deaths, 1,613 people were, were the fully vaccinated. 28% were with the unvaxxed. Now, this is information the American people have probably never heard. It's information, by conveying it, I will get attacked, I will be vilified, I will be censored, I will be suppressed. It's one of the reasons I come to the floor of the Senate to reveal this information that the American people need to know. And the horrid news is it's gone up from 63%. Did you hear those stats? Remember, Joe Biden says it's pandemic of the unvaxxed. His efforts are working, right? Everybody needs to get the vaccine. He's rejoiced in the fact that he's lowered the uh, non-vaccinated rate so much in the United States, right? Rejoices in it. But 63% at the time when Ron Johnson did that video about a month ago, 63% of all, all COVID deaths in the UK were fully vaxxed people. Now that's risen up to 75% because that's how it's going to go. Because here's the deal. When Ron Johnson read that, that was running from February, from February, where nobody was vaxxed, from February, basically through July. So February, where nobody was vaxxed in the UK, March, where nobody was vaxxed, and then people started to get vaxxed in from April on through July, right? So that sample size started off with zero vaccinations. So that would, ele- that would elevate the rate of people dying that were not vaccinated. See what I'm saying? So the, his sample size had it was heavily tilted towards unvaccinated because for several of those months, people were unvaccinated. So even in the midst of that, it was still a 63%, even though most people in the first couple months weren't vaccinated. It was still 63% of the deaths were still from the vaccinated, the fully vaccinated. Now, according to the latest stats coming out of UK, it's risen to 75%. Why? Because now the sample size everybody's vaccinated you see it there are no empty months in the sample size anymore if you understand what i'm telling you send me like a check mark so you get what i'm saying i'm gonna check you right here everybody getting what i'm saying here you gotta get it understand it make sure that you get these stats so nobody can ever dissuade you from what the truth is and that is that this is a demonic horrible clot jab that nobody should ever be taking and they said they'll tell you things like, well, you know, they force vaccinations. They've been forcing vaccinations for years in the school. Use measles as an example. Measles was not forced on anybody until six to 16 years after it was FDA approved. So it took 10 to 12 to 15 years for it to ever get approval. And then after the approval, another six to 16 years to be mandated. So you're looking at 20 to 30 years before it was ever even mandated and the measles is not a mutational shift virus and it's far more virulent than COVID-19. Its death rate is way higher than COVID-19 is for kids. Kids, the survival rate, as I told you earlier for COVID-19 for zero to 19 year olds is 99.997% post-infection. I mean, come on, it's a simple logic. I'm just a cop. 
I'm a cop and a pastor. I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. I get this. Why wouldn't somebody who's an alleged epidemiologist like Anthony Fauci, why doesn't he get it? A virologist like him, a doctor like him, 78 years old, 50 years with the NIH. How, what is he, why is he not getting this? He does get it. He's known from day one that he funded the virus. He's known from day one that he contributed to the development of the virus. Millions of dollars sent from him to Peter Dostek, the EcoHealth Alliance. Tens of millions of dollars from Bill Gates to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Anthony Fauci, Peter Dostek, World Health Alliance to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Your tax dollars, which by the way, they're still sending tax dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain of function research. He's known it from day one. He knew exactly what this was from day one. So here's Jen Psaki talking about how federal law, miraculously, because the Constitution, I guess, has evaporated into thin air, that federal law trumps, no pun intended, state law. Play it for me. Go back to Texas. Um, what is the president's message to businesses in Texas? You mentioned several of them who are based there. Yeah. Um, when it comes to what the federal guidance is now, and now with the state executive order, what would the president say to those companies as they're determining what they should be doing right now for the vaccine mandates? Well, we know uh, that federal law uh, overrides state law. Uh, I would note that uh, earlier when we put out our guidance uh, on the president's uh, announcement about mandates several weeks ago, he made clear it made clear that uh, again, as I said earlier, requirements are promulgated pursuant to federal law and supersede any contrary state or local law or ordinance. Uh, additionally, nothing in this guidance excuses non-compliance with any applicable state law or municipal ordinance. We put out guidance several weeks ago conveying that clearly. But fundamentally, beyond the legal aspect, which is unquestionable in our view, uh, the question for any business leader is, what do you want to do to save more lives in well, your let's company? Break down, let's break down what she said here, shall we? Let's do this. Now, she says that federal law overrides state law. Well, first of all, there has to be a federal law. To override a state law, which, by the way, federal laws do not override state laws. We are a federalist union, idiot. Second of all, let's look. So do we have a federal law to override any state law right now? Well, let's look. Well, there's been no executive order issued. This is all coming from the Department of Labor through OSHA is going to stipulate to employers that if you have more than 100 employees, you must have them all vaccinated or terminate them. That's going to come through the Department of Labor to OSHA to be enforced on companies, which, by the way, has not been implemented. There's been no executive order. There is no written order. And you still have companies because they're a bunch of weak-kneed geldings that run these things, absolutely neutered beta males that are probably members of the Atlantic Council and the WEF in and of themselves, bent over for a full proctological Joe Biden examination and there is no executive order. You have United Airlines. You had Southwest doing it. Now had to reverse themselves because of the, the 2,000 flights that were canceled. That had nothing to do with a vaccine protest. But you have these companies that are going ahead and implementing a law that doesn't exist. Nor does it. It never has to exist. Ever. Oh, you know what? Play, play Papa Cruz for me. I know what the f happened today. That yellow belly son of a safety man came in here and told us we all had to get the 
vaccine or we were all going to be fired. You know what we all did? We all grabbed our shit and started heading to the fucking gate and told them, kiss our fucking ass. You can have this job. You can take it and shove it. And you know what? Before we got to the gate, they came and told us, never mind. You ain't got to get it. That's right. You stand together. They can't take your dignity, your job, your pride. Don't be no yellow belly son of a bitch. Stand up against this hair tyranny. All around the U.S., motherfuckers are standing up against this tyranny. Standing up for their rights and their fucking freedoms. Just like we did. And you can do the same. Fuck them yellow belly son of a bitches. <laughs> Darn right. There you go. There is no executive order. By the way, she says federal law. Trump's state law, that's a lie. But here's the thing, there is no federal law. Federal law has to be passed by Congress, not an executive order. It has to be it has to be passed by Congress, has to go through the House, has to go through the Senate, can't be vetoed by the president, has to be established law. Where has that happened? It can never happen because we have a very closely divided Congress. There is no way to put out these vaccine mandates by law. There's no Supreme Court involved in it. So what on earth is Peppermint Patty talking about? More gaslit bullcrap propaganda. That's all that it is. That's all that it's been from day one. So does really, does does federal law trump state law? Well, let's look at what the governor of Oklahoma said. Play it for me. Hi, Governor Kevin Stitt here. I've heard from many Oklahomans who have concerns about President Biden's vaccine mandate for businesses, and I want to address those directly. This action is not just federal overreach, it's unconstitutional. I've talked this over with Attorney General John O'Connor, and I know he's on our side. He's ready to take President Biden to court the second the rules are made public. This administration has no respect for individual freedoms. I can't believe we have a president who wants to force Americans to choose between a vaccine and their job. The people this is affecting aren't just statistics. They're real Oklahomans with real concerns. They're brave nurses and caretakers. They're expecting mothers and fathers. They're first responders and brave law enforcement. Getting the vaccine is a personal choice, period. Listen, I got the vaccine. So there you go. I didn't want him to get into, I got the vaccine, but I'm telling you, it's everybody's choice. He caved. Never should have taken that freaking clot jab. But anyway, for Kevin Stitt, good video at the beginning for the first minute anyway. So really, does federal law trump state law? Not according to the governor of Oklahoma, not according to the attorney general of Oklahoma. And I can guarantee you that it's not going to pass Ken Paxton, the attorney general of Texas. It's certainly not going to pass Ron DeSantis right here in Florida or Greg Abbott. I'm assuming and I'm hoping that all the others like Georgia will stand, Arkansas will stand, Alabama will stand, Mississippi will stand, Oklahoma, Iowa, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, and anybody else you could possibly name, Tennessee, Kentucky will stand. The thing is we don't even we don't need to secede or do any of those things. Let all the ignorant wretch 
bent over people, leave your state, let them all move to California. There's plenty of room for all the people that are scared to death. Let them all move to California and be over, uh, uh, under the governance of Governor Gavin Newsom and his demonic ways. Let them all go there. We'll just have our own little area. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Let them have, they want to have their states, let them have them. They can go be fully vaccinated. They can be fully masked. They can lock down for forever. They can never pay rent. They can cause a great depression in all of their states. And all the rest of us will be living off the fat of the land and enjoying our lives. GJ calligraphy tweet. Here's more evidence for you. Is the, is the vaccination any good at all? Well, let's look. Singapore vaccinated 85% of their population. Eight, oh, so it should be over. It's over, right? There, there will be no more COVID-19 in the country, in the nation of Singapore. And COVID-19 cases, after they vaccinate 85% of their population, have soared. Put up the graph for me. There it is. The eye in the sky, it do not lie. There's the numbers for you right here. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers of deaths per 100,000 post-vaccination. These are all the double jab people dropping freaking dead. That's the truth. Go ahead. Joe. I would love for somebody to actually have a present. Come on, Ducey. I know Peter Ducey. Somehow somebody get this video to, to Peter Ducey. Have a little presentation like this ready for Jen Psaki and have her answer this. Explain to us the science, Jen Psaki. Why is it that 75% of Great Britain citizens dying of COVID-19 are double jabbed? Why is it that, you know, you had in Singapore here about 200 people, not less than 200. Look at what happened to after post-vaccination. Less than 200 people per 100,000 were dying of COVID. And then you double jabbed them. And now you got about 3,000 out of 100,000 dying of COVID. Oh, Jen Psaki. Joe Biden, Anthony Fauci, please explain these numbers to us. Tell us all about the science. We'd love to have it explained to us. You know, to us stupid mouth mouth breathing, Walmart shopping, unmentionables, deplorables, disgusting, the great unwashed. Please explain your science to us with using your Harvard degrees. Maybe you can move off of Martha's Vineyard over the weekend and explain it to us. All right, let's move on to Joe Biden. Let's look at what's happening with our supply lines right now. Empty shelves, by the way, is the number one thing trending on Twitter right now. Empty shelves right here from the New York Post. Trending on Twitter, empty shelves amid Joe Biden's supply chain crisis. Let's go right to the next one. Ian Miles Chong video. Play it for me. All right, this is the yard. It's one of the reasons why everything's backed up is our container yards are stuffed to the tilt with containers. We need truck drivers to pick up their goods. And truck drivers for us, they're all robots. This is an automated terminal pretty much. I want to upset, I want everybody to see this now. That right there, you put it on the big screen, just get me out of there. That right there is not good. Now, now just go side by side again, Aaron. There you go. Now I just want everybody to know this. That's not what the, what the, the, I don't know what you call it. The Harbor is supposed to look like those, those shipping containers are supposed to be gone. It's supposed to be an ever evolving situation. Yeah. Perfect guys. Thank you. Yeah. Roll it. 
Even you can even start over again, just mute it. This is supposed to be empty. There's all they should be moving out and other ones should be moving in. That is not happening. Why is it not happening? I can tell you why. Because there's nobody to work. That is what's happening right now. There is nobody to work. There are no truck drivers. And here, why? Because the government for the last 19 months of 15 days to flatten the curve has been paying people not to work. So you already lowered, you lowered the employment rate. We have, we have the weirdest economy in history right now, a duplicitous economy where you have multiple millions, 10 plus million job openings and record or high unemployment. Joe Biden touts 5.5% unemployment. How can there be any unemployment when you have 10 million job opportunities? Everybody else knows in my 53 years on planet Earth here that whenever there was high unemployment, there was no jobs available. Now you have 10 million jobs available and you have situations like this because nobody's there to work. And then what you do is you've already got and many people have just left the workforce. Four point, do you realize that 4.3 million people walked off their employment, their established employment in August alone, which is a world record for August? What, what, what world record? For all of time for the United States in our 200 and plus years of existence. 4.3 million people just walked off the job. Now, why would that be? Uh, vaccine mandates. So you've already got a duplicitous problem where you've paid people over the eight months of Joe Biden to not work. And then the people that are working, you say, you know what? You need to be vaxxed by Friday or you're fired. Well, they said, you know what? Take your vaccine, put it sideways and shove it up your own caboose. We're leaving. You know what we need again, Aaron, you know what we need again? Get them ready. Play it. I know what the f happened today. That yellow belly son of a bitch safety man came in here and told us we all had to get the vaccine or we were all going to be fired. You know what we all did? We all grabbed our shit and started heading to the fucking gate and told them, kiss our fucking ass. You can have this job. You can take it and shove it. And you know what? Before we got to the gate, they came and told us, never mind. You ain't got to get it. That's right. You stand together. They can't take your dignity, your job, your pride. Don't be no yellow belly son of a bitch. Stand up against this hair tyranny. All around the U.S., motherfuckers are standing up against this tyranny. Standing up for their rights and their fucking freedoms. Just like we did. And you can do the same them yellow belly son of a bitches. and funny how it all got reversed with southwestern in a 36 hour period of time where it wasn't a vaccine protest right they canceled 2,000 flights it was the weather even though the exact same weather didn't cause one other flight to be canceled and on one other airline and in one in that one 36 hour period of time the ceo of southwest says nobody will be fired he was supposed to be november 24th you get the death clot jab or you're fired now nobody, now he comes out 36 hours later when he takes a giant wallop to his wallet. Suddenly it comes where, you know what? You don't need to be vaccinated. The reason why? 
If you said nobody will lose their jobs, quote, nobody will lose their jobs at Southwest Airlines for not being vaccinated. It took 36 hours. That's all that it took, 36 hours. And it was done. All you had to do was stand. The reason why our ports are full is there's no port workers. Listen, you know what's coming next? Our fuel shortages, because I'm going to tell you, one of the most hard-hit institutions right now are oil workers because the fossil fuel companies are mandating vaccinations, and they're saying just what Papa Cruz is saying. No, thank you. We're leaving. They're leaving in droves. So you think grocery prices are bad right now? We could see fuel prices go up exponentially. And listen, here's the thing. It may be some some uh, short-term suffering, but we are turning this thing around. I am telling you, it is happening right before your eyes. The only people who don't know it, they even know it, they just deny it, is the demon rat demonic party. They're the only ones who don't know it. All right, Brandon Leslie. I need the left side for me. There you go. Breaking. Governor Ron DeSantis tells stranded cargo ships his ports are open <laughs> for business and to come here. That's what you do. Once again, Florida's proven they're the better state than California. Amen and amen. We got the Atlantic side. We got the Gulf side. Come on over here for now on. Tell California again to shove everything up their caboose sideways. Seriously, Ron DeSantis, this is a leader. This is a leader right here. This is, this is how you lead. You, don't, you cannot comply your way out of tyranny. You cannot comply your way out of being bullied. You cannot mask your way out of the mark of the beast. You can't vaccinate your way out of the mark of the beast. You resist it from day one. You bind it and you loose the power of God, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is leadership right here. This is leadership. Uh, let's go to the next one. Charlie Spearing. Here's the prices that Joe Biden's given all of us. Let's see. Ground beef is up 10%. Steaks up 22%. Bacon's up 19%. Pork roast up 19%. Chicken up 17%. Fresh fish up 10%. Ham up 10%. I can't remember what the fuel prices are. Exponent more than all of those up whatever percent they are. Why? And th- Because nobody's working. And then you dump a vaccine mandate on top of it. You, you know what? You'd have to ask yourself, is it galactic stupidity or a coordinated effort? That's what you have to ask yourself. This is, it's just like if you're dealing with the, the, the January 6th insurrection, right? Was that a failure of intelligence or a failed intelligence op? So is this galactic stupidity or is this Joe Biden and the World Economic Forum causing the problem that they themselves will then try to solve, just like the FBI instigates the very crimes that they arrest people for. So you have Joe Biden, the World Economic Forum, with his cohorts like Justin Trudeau and Boris Johnson, Scott Morrison, all the rest of them. The only countries you see truly standing up now, by the way, it's just awesome. It's awesome. Hungary, Poland, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, they're all telling everybody. Klaus Schwab, they're telling Joe Biden. They're telling Anthony Fauci, the World Health Organization, all these COVID tyrants and mitigators to go pound sand. They've dropped them all. Scandinavian Airways today opened up all flights to all people. No vaccine mandates, no masks. Woo, that's the way you do it. And guess what's happened since they've done that? COVID disappeared. Strange how that works, isn't it? 
Strange how you stop mitigating it. This is the first viral outbreak in the history of mankind that's lasted more than 18 months. Why? Why is this allegedly lasted more than eight? Well, it has lasted more than 18 months. Why? Because they keep it alive. When you lock down, it's worse for you. When you wear a mask, it cuts, it cuts into your immune system. Your immune system is not supposed to be breathing out the very things, you, breathing in the very things that you excel, exhaled. 76% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home and then they send you there. Strange how all that works. Well, they cause the problem and then we'll offer the solution. You don't get any good, so you know what you'll get? You'll get a government stipend, like you heard J.P. Sears say at the beginning of the show. A government stipend we've already seen as stimulus checks, where they you'll own nothing, but you'll get a government check every month in cryptocurrency, which will be controlled. If you go buy a bullet, you're cut. You don't get your currency for the month. That's the whole, that's the plan. It's been the plan from day one. Distance you, mark you, control you, cause the problem, offer the solution. That's been the, that has been the plan from day one. All right, here we go. Let's go to Australia. I always got to cover Australia because Australia is just an absolute abomination to democracies. Australia, just want, I mean, just sum this up for everybody. Australia is gone. It's gone. I, I mean, can it ever be redeemed? Listen, I'm a Christian. I believe in redemption. I hope so. And all of these COVID tyrants, you need to be remembering the Nuremberg trials, just following orders. All you cops in your little turtle outfits. And again, speaking from a cop right here, 1992 straight to 2017, 25 years in a day, Sarasota County Sheriff's Office retired as a sergeant out of the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, street level cop, 25 years. I say this to other cops. You better be able to justify yourself beyond I was simply following orders as you pum it, pu- uh, just pummel a 73-year-old woman on the street for not wearing a mask or social distancing. Because it's coming for you. And don't think that this tyranny won't turn on you. And I just want to say this to all the cops too, whether it's American, Australian, or Canadian cops especially. The ones that are, that are torturing Archer Pulaski, that great man of God. You don't think this is going to come for you as you shut down all these businesses? How do you get paid? You get paid via tax dollars that come from individuals and businesses, don't you? Well, when those individuals and businesses are closed, how are you going to get paid? Well, they'll just eliminate your job and you know what they're going to bring in? State cops or status cops or national cops to replace you, local cops. It's, it, it, tyranny will not spare you. You are in line for the hangman's noose of having your life, your lifestyle taken from you. You are in line. The shop owner that you arrested for not complying with COVID mandates may be closer in line to the hangman's noose than you are, but you're still in line. It will come for you. You need to turn from your ways now, now, right at this very minute. Well, I might lose my job. Lose it. You're better off losing your job than coming up for trial later for crimes against humanity. There's videotape of you all over pummeling people for doing absolutely nothing, running over people with your horses for doing absolutely nothing, cracking people with your nightsticks for doing absolutely nothing. It's coming for you. And those very same people that told you to do it will turn on you and blame you for it. Watch, watch. Here's some more tyranny coming out of Australia. I'm trying to remember exactly where this, uh, he may say it on here. Oh yeah, it's from the uh, Northern Territory. Play it for me. 
ask yourself these three questions. In my work, do I come into contact with vulnerable people? Is my workplace at a higher risk of infection? Do I work on infrastructure or logistics that are critical to the territory? If your answer is maybe, or I don't know, you need to get the jab. Critically, the direction also applies to industries who directly face customers in circumstances where the worker may not know the vulnerability of the person they are interacting with. So it is simple. If your job includes interacting with members of the public, then you need to get the jab. If you work in hospitality, you need to get the jab. If you work in retail or in a supermarket, you need to get the jab. If you are behind the counter at the bank, if you're a receptionist or positions like that, you need to get the jab. If you are a barber, a hairdresser, a beauty therapist, you need to get the jab. All these workers and many, many more directly interact with members of the public. That means you are frontline workers in our economy. That means you must be vaccinated. Of course, there can be exemptions, but these are extremely narrow and must be backed up with medical evidence. Simply not wanting the vaccine is not a reason. Today, we're also announcing the date from which this mandate comes into effect. From Saturday, the 13th of November, if you have not received at least your first dose of a vaccine, you will not be permitted to attend your workplace in that role and a failure to comply with the direction is a $5,000 fine. That means that workers must have received at least their first dose by Friday the 12th of November at the latest. You have 30 days. Who is this little weasel to tell you simply because you don't want it? You, yeah, Pearl, that, that year and you couldn't have got it any better. Look at Who is this little weasel to tell you simply because you don't want it? That's not an issue. Who is it? Who are these people? These little bourgeois elitist Martha's Vineyard World Economic Forum snobs? Who do they think they are? You can take your little permission and shove it double wide up your own caboose multiple times, you little clown. You're not telling me nothing. I, listen, I'll crack you right in your face. You will not tell me anything, you stupid little Poindexter. Never. Who are? Who do these clowns think they are? Come on, Australia. What, what happened to Crocodile Dundee? Where's Crocodile Dundee? What happened? Where, where, where are these people? What the heck? Where are you, Mick Dundee? What the heck has gone wrong here? Think of Simon and Garfunkel. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Where's Mick Dundee? What happened? You let God, this guy, this guy tells you, well, you simply not wanting the vaccine. That's not good enough. You're gonna, this little Poindexter nerd, this little boot kissing, butt licking turd sucker. You really, you're gonna listen to what this guy says? I meant it that way, exactly as I said. I know that it's boot licker and butt kisser. I reversed it on purpose. I meant, I meant what I said, butt licking. I meant it. That's what this guy is. How dare these people? Who do they think? These elitist snobs? These globalist bourgeois elitists? Who do they think they are? You don't want it. Listen, if you want your vaccination, you're that stupid to go take it, then go take it. I'm, I am for your freedom. Go take your stupid vaccine. I'm always for freedom. I'm always the one they're trying to ban. I'm never trying to ban anybody. I'm always the one they're trying to censor. I'm not trying to censor anybody. You want to go take your, your stupid blood clot jab? Then go take it, you moron. Go ahead. 
Why are you worried about whether I take it or not? Because allegedly that vaccine is foolproof and will save your life and ends the pandemic, right? Then why are you worried? Why are you building three COVID camps right now in Australia? Explain that to me. Okay, well, here, here's the stats. So you have all of this absolute tyrannical, draconian madness. So here's the stats out of, out, out of Australia. 25 million people live there. You ready? I want to ask the audience this. How many people have died in Australia of COVID-19? 25 million people. How many people in the nation of Australia as of yesterday have died of COVID-19? 1,300 presumptive COVID deaths. I, I Quote, unquote, quote, presumptive, unquote. These aren't even confirmed COVID deaths. These are presumed. 1,300 out of 25 freaking million and this is about the science this is about saving people's lives whose life 1300 deaths why have that why have they not outlawed obesity then by the way that's coming next for those of you just love all this tyranny that are fat they're coming for you fat so they're gonna have mandated exercises for you They'll probably mandate your farts coming up next to try to eliminate global warming. Oh, you (laughs) you violated your social credit score through how many times you farted in a day. (laughs) All of my points. Sorry, everybody watching. All of my points will be lost in a day. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm just flat out. They see y'all think I'm very serious. I'm not. I'm just fired up. I'm not that serious. You know why? Because God is on my side. I'm not afraid. The scripture tells us, be not afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. 2 Chronicles 2014. I stand in it. I'm not, listen, I am not afraid. I am going to stand. God will be my supply, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I don't worry about the supply shortages. I don't worry about cryptocurrency. I don't wor- I am not a part of this world's economic system. I give, I tithe. If you don't tithe, you're not a part of God's system, by the way, because that's where God says, you know what? Test me in this one area. Get involved in my economic system. I'll just start tithing and you're part of that system. If you look at it as seed, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows that shall he also reap. Galatians chapter six, verse seven. I'm not, I, I listen, you may think that I'm mad or dis, I'm not discouraged at all. How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him, but you are a shield around me. O Lord, you bestow glory on me and lift up my head. Psalm, Psalm chapter three, one through three. I don't worry about nothing. Don't worry about a thing. God is my supply. So let's get back to let's get back to Australia. So you have those stats. So 1300 people have died out of 25 million and they have mandated vaccines you cannot buy, sell, trade or travel. That sounds eerily familiar. That sounds like Revelation chapter 13, does it not? 
Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your mark of the beast. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Your vaccine passport. And where's Hillsong Church? Just curious. Where's the whole Houston family? I'm just, I'm just curious. Do you read your Bible at all? Are you pimping vaccines? I don't know if they are or not, so I'm not going to falsely accuse them, but where, where are you at Hillsong Church and every other church in Australia? Why have you not stood? You still standing? Are you still standing in that it was loving to strap a lie on your face called a mask? That it was loving to take the clot jab? That it was loving to lock down your church like the local strip club and other bars? You know, you know the body of Christ is the same as a bar. You still thinking that it was loving to quarantine yourself, even though there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever that does that, that any of that does any good. As a matter of fact, all the evidence says that it does exactly the opposite, which is to exacerbate the virus. And now in the midst of all of your capitulation, you're still saying that you're loving as you watch the proliferation of Green passes, COVID passes, vaccine passports in the nation of Israel, all of the European Union, Canada, Australia. You still consider yourself to be loving when you see Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18 unfolding right before your very eyes that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell? Does that not sound familiar? That no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name? None of this, none of this sounds familiar to, to you, Australian church. Where are you? Where are you? Why are you not conducting church? So, well, you know, if we do, we'll be hated. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth unto the end shall be saved. That's just Jesus Christ speaking in Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. But never let the Bible get in the way of your own love doctrine. Right? Where are you? You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel where well, the Bible commands this. Here is wisdom. Here's wisdom. Not your love. Not your capitulation. Not your COVID knee bending. Not, your, not, not calling yourself loving by strapping a lie on your face. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. You see it happening right before your eyes. Australian church, Canadian church, United States church. You see it happening. And instead, many pastors are pimping and whoring vaccines. The very vaccines that you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without proving that you got. What are you thinking? What's going on in your head? Please like, cut these up. Send these to your pastors. Like and share, like and share, like and share. Send this to every pastor you know. Seriously, if they haven't taken a stand, they're a gutless coward. Send this to them. Where's the Australian church? 1,300 deaths out of 25 million people. So they have all this COVID tyranny. And your odds of dying of COVID in the nation of Australia are 0.005%. Five one thousandths of one percent. Did you hear that? Five one thousandths of one percent. And you have all of this tyranny because it's never been about a virus, not for one day. It's been about distancing you, marking you, and controlling you. Read the book of Revelation, please. But we can turn this thing around. So what is he basing this tyranny on? 
that everybody who works this job has to be jabbed. Everybody who works that job has to be jabbed. Based on what statistics? What, he says that the vaccine is the solution. Well, here's some other press conferences. The first one out of Victoria, Australia. Here's some press conferences illustrating the effectiveness of the vaccine. Shall we watch them? Play it for me. We also have 375 people with COVID in hospital at the moment. 81 of those are in intensive care and 61 are on a ventilator. Of the people who were in hospital yesterday, 78% were vaccinated and 17 were partially vaccinated. In regards so you hear this international press conference for all these, for this COVID stats. Remember now, we're talking about Victoria, Australia. 6.5 million people live there. How many people are in the hospital for COVID? 6.5 million people live in the province of Victoria, headed up by one of the greatest COVID tyrants of all time, Stan Andrews, who's the premier of Victoria. So out of 6.5 million people that live there, of which Sydney is there, 375 people are in the hospital. Out of 6.5 million, 81 of them are in ICU. So 81 people out of 6.5 million people, their life is in jeopardy, allegedly because of COVID. Now, out of the 375 people that are in the hospital and the 81 that are in the ICU, 78% of them are fully vaxxed. This should, this should be game over. It should be over for Pfizer, over for AstraZeneca, over for Johnson and Johnson, over for Moderna because the vax does nothing except make you sicker. 78%. This is this is from their own Australian CDC. He just said it. 78% of them in their own hospitals are fully vaccinated people. And you have them ushering in more tyranny, saying that the vaccination solves all the problems. We'll give you your life back. How? How? How will this give me my life back? 78% are fully vaxxed. 17% are partially vaxxed. So of the 375 people in the hospital, 95% of them are vaccinated. 356 out of 375. 19 are not vaccinated. 19. So if you don't want to be in the hospital, guess what you shouldn't do? Don't vaccinate. Only 19 out of 375 are unvaccinated. Everybody else is vaccinated. These are the absolute facts. How does this not end everything? Because there is another agenda of which the world press, whether it's Reuters, NBC, CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post, they're all in on it. The Atlantic Constitution Journal, whatever, you can name any elitist snob, leftist paper or media source, they're all in on it. This would end if, if Think of it this way. If Trump was pimping vaccinations, this would end it. Because 300, out of 375 people in their hospitals, 356 are vaccinated. 78% are fully vaccinated. 19. 19 out of 375. Those are the only unvaccinated people there. And I will bet you right now, 95% of the 81 that are in the ICU are fully vaccinated. How much you want to bet? Because that's exactly what's going on in Israel. That's exactly what's going on in the UK. These are the facts. Let's look at another press conference. Play it for me. Minister said, um, tragically today, we announced the deaths 
of seven people who have lost their lives to COVID-19, four women and three men. One person was in their 40s, one person in their 50s, two people in their 70s, two people in their 80s, and one person who was in their 90s. All of those individuals had underlying health conditions. One person was not vaccinated, three people had received one dose of a COVID vaccine, and three people had received two doses of a COVID vaccine. So you have a national press conference for a province with 8 million people living there for seven deaths. Normally you have a press conference if you have a hurricane blow through and you have multiple deaths and billions of dollars worth of damage, right? But here in New South Wales where 8 million people live and you have seven people die of COVID, all of which had severe comorbidities. Now, how many of them were vaccinated? Seven out of the eight. Seven out of the eight vaccinated. Three totally vaccinated. So again, only one out of the seven was unvaccinated. And these very same people, I guarantee you, at the same press conference will say, you know what? The answer to all of this is to get vaccinated. How? 300, remember remember our previous case here. Previous case, got it right here. 370, this is in Victoria. 375 people in the hospital out of 6.5 million. 78% of those fully vaccinated. Now you have your press conference over here in New South Wales. And by the way, the statistics are identical in Israel. Identical in Great Britain. Their health reporting systems are far more honest than our CDC. So then you got to shift over here to New South Wales with seven out of the eight people who died were vaccinated. Three fully vaccinated. The only one, there's only one out of the seven who wasn't vaccinated. And in the very same conference, they will tell you that vaccinations are going to save everybody's lives. How? It's like, how do you put this in the word? It words. It's a complete contradictions to the statistical facts, the scientific facts, the statistical data that they just espoused five minutes before they tell you that the opposite is the answer to vaccinate when everybody in the hospital and dying is vaccinated. Why would they do that? Why would they lie? Well, you just had the premier of New South Wales, Gladys. She just got, she just had to resign. Why? She's under investigation for for receiving bribes from Heiser. Congratulations. That's why the love of money is the root of all evil. All right, here's some more out of Australia. Maybe I'll skip it. I don't know. Maybe I'll skip to something else. Let me do something else here. You know what? Let's go. Let's go to the border, guys. Can you shift down to uh, House Republicans, the House Republicans tweet for me? I'm going to blow through the border here and in a couple minutes. Let's go to the border. Enough on the COVID stuff. Now, again, let's let's ha- let's see Joe Biden cause the problem. Now, remember, Joe Biden is not he does not consider himself to be the president of a sovereign nation. He considers himself to be a governor of a globalist state. Therefore, there are no borders. So here's our latest stats from House Republicans. Our southern border is not secure. Numbers don't lie. September isn't out yet, but here's August. 200,000 887 border apprehensions in August. That is a 317% increase from last August. So there's our numbers. 
Right now, that's what's happening. On average, it's two to 300,000 border apprehensions on the lower tier, really 200 to 250,000, be more accurate, border apprehensions per month. And those are the ones that are caught. Now, according to the Border Patrol, you can take those numbers and you times them by anywhere from one to five. So you can say it's either 400,000 actually cross the border or up to a million in a month are actually crossing the border because they only catch one to five, one in five or, or less. You know, one in five or two out of five or three out of five. So it just swings down the pendulum. All right, so next up, this is the Hill video. This is Senator Joni Ertz. Play it for me. And it's estimated by the end of this year, we will have seen 2.3 million illegal immigrants. 2.3 million. Put that into perspective, folks. There are 10 states in the United States that do not have a population of 2.3 million people. So there's the point. All it is, is you have a globalist governor named Joe Biden who doesn't recognize the United States as a sovereign nation. He just looks at the United States as a globalist state. Therefore, there is no border. And now he's allowing in enough people in one year to, that would outnumber 10 of our established states in one year. Why? So that he can perpetuate an endless voting block for himself and for the world economic forum because here's the deal the world economic forum wants to continue to have the next joe biden and then the next joe biden and then the next kamala harris and the next hillary clinton all devout members just like zuckerberg just like bill gates all devout members of the mullock worshiping world economic forum all right go to matthew culkin you heard him crying all of Trump's like 2018, 2019. Oh, the kids in cages. Well, you, know, you have, you know, AOC down there bawling on the border, right? Over kids in cages. Well, here we go. Here's the stats. Today is, now this was September 30th. So you can add even more onto this. Today is the 254th day of the Biden administration. And there are currently 13,275 kids in cages. So I pulled up the statistics because that's the weirdo that I am. The most Trump ever had in cages. The most he ever had. Now, here's Joe Biden currently, right at this minute, at least 13,275 kids in cages. And by the way, that doesn't even include all the Haitians that have come through. So it's probably 14,000 plus. So that's, that's where Biden's sitting right now. But the most Trump ever had in the history of his entire four years as president was 2,600. Where did I get that from? From the right-wing bastion of conservatism, PolitiFact which everybody knows it's exactly the opposite of that. So I'm wondering where are all the Democrats now? Because as this virus has never, there is a real virus, but the response to it has never been about your health. All you COVID caving Christians, all you quarantining Christians, all you CCCs, COVID caving clergy, it's never been about your health. Just like it was never about kids in cages. Just like it was never about systemic racism. Those are all leftist hoaxes to usher in tyranny. Here's an example. Look at this. From Representative Mary, Marionette Mill Meeks MD tweet. Get that out in a hurry. 
Today, I offered my REACT Act on the House floor, which would require DHS to give a COVID test to everyone crossing the border illegally. The majority, that's the Democrats, the Democratic Party, chose to block this common sense bill that would ensure the health and safety of Border Patrol and Border Community. So why is it that allegedly, again, remember, right? It's all about your health. Then why would you not want the 200,000 plus people per month at minimum that you're allowing in the country? There she is. Why would you not want them COVID tested if it's all about people's health? Because it's never been about that. If it was about their health, they'd be turning everybody away and quarantining the country, right? If it really was about your health. But instead, they're ushering hundreds of thousands of people in per month to build up their own political equity. It's never been about your health, COVID-caving arc church pastor. Get your stupid mask on that has your church name on it. Get your stupid mask off and repent. All right, Bill Malusian tweet. Border czar Kamala Harris skipped a high-level meeting with Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Abrador. That's tough to get out. Friday, this last week, to discuss the migrant crisis at the U.S.'s southern border to visit a daycare center in New Jersey. So here you have world record numbers. By the way, May was a world record. June was a world record. July was a world record. August was a world record. We know September will be. That was the great Haitian uh, migration up this way. And there's allegedly 400,000 more people coming. And there you have it, Griff Jenkins. While Secretary Blinken and Secretary Mayorkas, the Justice Department, A.G. Garland, were in Mexico, you have Kamala Harris learning numbers today at Ban Samuels Children's Center at Montclair State University. There she is. That's what she does. Learning numbers. Oh, you got the video? You can play it for me real quick. What number did we there she is. The now, there's our border czar. You can sleep with both on. I'll talk over it. There's our border czar. 200,000 people per month. She skips the meeting. You know why? Because she doesn't even care. She could care less that 200,000 people are crossing the border. And allegedly, she really cares about COVID. Look at her with a big lie on her face. She cares about COVID, right? But she herself doesn't support a bill that would COVID test each and every person coming across the border. So how is it? Where, what's her science? What is your science when you declare that you are all about saving people's lives from COVID, but and you've got your strapped your mask on, she's fully vaccinated, all those things. She's followed all the COVIDology rules, all the branch COVIDian rules, but doesn't want... To, to test the people that are crossing the southern border by the hundreds of thousands every month. Explain to me what the science is behind any of these people. I have to play this one. I'll probably end it with this. And I just love this. John Cordillo. And I titled this, Here's Our Border Czar. Here she is. Imagine having to live with this weirdo phony. Play it for me. I just love the idea of exploring the unknown. And then there's other things that we just haven't figured out or discovered yet. To think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn. Like, I love that. I love that. And so I'm very excited about the Space Council. We're going to learn so much um, as we increasingly, I think, are curious and interested in the potential for the discoveries and the work we can do in space. So that's one of the things I'm most excited about. But the other. You guys are going to see, you're going to literally see the craters on the moon with your oh, own eyes. Oh my goodness. With your own eyes. I'm telling you, it is going to be unbelievable. Whoa. Now I will say this. That reminds me of every single Ark Church welcome video I've ever seen. Yeah, she, she should be 
an ARC church pastor or ARC church pastor's wife or in charge of the welcoming committee at every ARC church. She's the one out there with the little sign saying you're home. She's that one. All right, we got an Isabel Brown tweet. There we go. Put that up there. Did I skip one or something? Okay, good. You literally cannot make this up. I had to get this in before we left tonight. I had to get this in. Children in the NASA space video that you just watched with Kamala Harris are actors and had to audition for the parts. That You know, that's absolute fact. Go to the next one. You got Alex uh, Gangitano. There you go. YouTube tells me they were behind selecting the children. The YouTube who is banning everybody like me off of that, off of their platform. They're supposed to be a platform with their special exemptions, but they're not a platform. They're a publisher. YouTube tells me, so YouTube's in on it. Strange how that all works. The very people that are deciding what is information and disinformation are in the back stinking crap filled pocket of Kamala Harris. YouTube tells me they were behind selecting the children in VP Harris's video on NASA and they reached out to casting websites after Harris office tells me they weren't behind selecting the kids. YouTube was behind the whole thing. This go to this, go to this tweet, Alder, uh, Aldous Huxters, Huxley's, yeah. When you're running a country from a movie set, I want to show you these people are so fake. Explain to me why we have a fake White House office. Do you know that? There's a movie set across the street from the White House, and that's where Joe Biden does all of his filming, just like the fake YouTube crap that we just saw that Kamala Harris spewed all over America. It's the Joe Biden is doing the exact same thing. And this is a funny video. I'll, f- I'll close with this. Don't forget though, when I'm off, I'm going to show you about 10 or 15 videos after this, most of which you've never seen. But when you're running the country from a movie set, but don't hire people with enough prop production talent to make the propaganda believable, play the video for me. So uh, I'd now like to turn it over to Joanne Jenkins. Means to her members. So thank you, Mr. President, for the opportunity to speak to the impact of not raising the debt ceiling uh, on our members in particular. Well, here, side so, by side. Now uh, go back to like the very to turn beginning it over and to... just mute it. Uh, look at what, what is going on here. Look at this video. Let's all look at this together. Are you guys actually playing? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is, what's going on here? This is the federal government. We have a four, well, correction, $5.1 trillion budget. Look at this. This is a fake movie set across the street from the White House. This, where was this with Donald Trump? This never existed with Donald Trump. When he did everything, he did it from the Oval Office. He did it from the press conference room. Look at this clown show. This is what you get when you strap lies on your face and capitulate to clowns like this and lock down your churches. Christian leaders... Christian pastors, it's not good enough that you reopen. You need to repent and humble yourself and say, I was wrong. I turned my back on the word of God. I use statements like, well, I believe that verse, but you have to use wisdom, which is pure heresy. And you need to turn your back on that heresy. Turn your back on the wisdom class of your church that tells you you have to use wisdom instead of the word of God. Because when you cave to clowns like this, this is what, this is what happens. Love you all. Stick with me. Listen, we got lots of videos to show you right after this. We'll just be rolling right through them back here. Saturday night, 
10.30, including the Christian Television Network. Love you all. God bless you. Stand firm in Jesus' name. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lightly Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightly.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightly.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLively.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again.